where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Oh, man, I'm so excited about our guest. I first heard about her when I heard about the co-op spot, uh, a place, a building that she owns, a dope co-working space, the only black owned in Sacramento um, City, right? Shout out to Miss Angela in Rancho Cordova. So black owned there, black owned here. So we got we getting a black owned co um co working space on lock. But this woman is so much more than the co op spot. She is a real estate. I call her a real estate mogul. She is a real estate um uh, a CEO of Catalyst Real Estate. She is uh, a wealth activator, which I love that word. And she wants to help. Families, people build that generational wealth. She's all about helping close the wealth gap and doing what she can to help close the wealth gap. So without further ado, let me bring into the studio Miss Constance Carter. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Wanda. First of all, I'm so excited. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me here today. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So just go ahead and introduce yourself to the fam for anybody that may not know you. Yes, I'm Constance Carter, CC the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am uh, I'm the broker and uh, a CEO of Catalyst Real Estate Professionals. We are the largest African-American-owned real estate firm in California. Okay. And we're right here in, in, in Stockton, our headquarters in Stockton, but we has, have an office in Sacramento, co-op spot, mm-hmm. and we have agents all over California. Um, and so I started, you know, years ago just wanting to help people. And uh, I've been blessed enough to find, you know, some like-minded individuals who are like me who just want to help people. Mm-hmm. There's such a huge disparity within an African in the African American community when it comes to wealth, yeah. when it comes to home home ownership, when it comes to all those things uh, that are positive. I used to be a part of um uh, what is that organization that Kevin Johnson started? Indivisible. Oh, okay. And I remember on Indivisible they were talking about all the, when we look at all the positive things, black people were on the bottom, mm. and when we look at all the negative things. Black people are on the top. Mm-hmm. And so it is just my goal and my mission in life is just to kind of help change that that trajectory for our people. And I know that I can't do it alone. And so um, it's just beautiful to have, you know, a group of like-minded people who are there just to help. We're black-owned. We're not black-only. We help everybody. But um, my goal is to just get us in position, in an equitable position, so that we compete, can compete on all levels. Yeah, absolutely. Period. I love seeing the work that you're doing. I follow you on social media, and I've seen some of your YouTubes. And I was watching the one that you did. I think it was last. It might have been this week or last week um, where you talked a little bit more about your story. Mm. So I want I want the family to hear a little bit about it because I want them to know where you came from, because 
people may be listening to this and you know a lot of times people just automatically in their mind you know oh, well she probably already had it like that or she probably was gifted this XYZ or whatever but I want them to know where you came from because um, you were in a house with a family that was full of love mm -hmm. and with the love from your family they invited everybody that came <laughs> absolutely <laughs> to come stay with them yes. right to uh -huh. share to share their their home yeah. and you had a ton of people 19 people I yeah. think was in the home yeah. so tell everybody a little bit about where you came from because I think it's important um, to bring that context to yeah. the conversation yeah you know my, my, my parents are from Arkansas so when they moved to California like everybody who moved from Arkansas or somewhere they wanted to come live with us uh -huh. and so yeah we ended up having like 19 people in a, a three bedroom home that was for a family of five um, but you know my parents my parents are great um, they're not together today but they're like best of friends so mm -hmm. we have a really great community today but it was a struggle you know I was talking to my cousin the other one of my cousins that lived with me lived with us and she she was saying the other day you know I always tell people like it is a miracle that you, your brother, and your sister aren't like on drugs or you guys are not just out there because y'all were exposed to a lot, mm -hmm. you know, just in that, you know, my parents working really hard and leaving us around all of the elements and yeah. everything that was going on. It was a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, when my um, my, my my auntie used to take me to church, uh, my aunt Rosie Mae Jenkins, shout out to Rosie Mae Jenkins. <laughs> and she was my Sunday school teacher. She was also the first lady. And she told me, she said, you are as equally as important as the president of the United States. That was a game changer for me mm. because when she told me that, I was like, okay, so I can have or do or be anything that I want because I'm equally as important as the president of the United States. So for me, the little black girl who already had her insecurities, who, you know, inherently just by, you know, watching things on TV or the things that I learned in school, knowing knowing that I was inferior mm -hmm. and to know that I wasn't because I was equally as, as important because God loved us all the same. It was a game changer. So despite everything that was going on in the household and all the tumultuous things that happened in my life, I always knew that I deserved greatness. And with that, um, I just strived to do things a little bit differently and just just walked in my purpose because I knew I deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, whatever happened, you know, I deserved it. I, I've been homeless. Um, I foreclosed on homes. I've short sold homes, car repossessed, all of those things. But in spite of even when I was going through those things, I knew, OK, it's going to it's going to get greater later. I yeah. know it's, it's better out there for me. I know it is. 20 years old, you know, house almost in foreclosure. And I remember my, I was talking to my friend Keisha. She was like, all this stuff going on with you. You know, how, how are you still optimistic? And I said, because I just know this where I am right now is not where I'm supposed to be. I just knew it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the type of um, faith that I want other people to, to have. Just knowing that whatever your current circumstance is, that ain't what you have to be. Yeah. You know, you deserve more because hmm. you are the child of the king, girl. Don't. And so with that, you know, you can have or do or be anything that you want. And I've lived my life in that way. And uh, I've been so blessed, you know, when whatever capacity that I was in, whatever job I had, like I was in IT before uh, real estate. And I was like, OK, how do I how do I um, how do I justify coming in every morning? What, what is my purpose here? And I was like, okay, I'm helping people. That's so so that's all, you know, always been my thing. If I could just help somebody. And that was the way I was able to get up every morning and go to that God awful job mm -hmm. and commute two hours to San Jose every day was because I was like, okay, I'm helping people. I'm helping people. And so when I really got into a place where I was really helping to change people's lives and their mindsets, because I remember people, I would be at home by our workshops and people would be like, I didn't think I deserved a home. Like, yeah. How do people think that they don't deserve to own their own home? Mm -hmm. I thought I was just, you know, destined to live in an apartment for the rest of my life, mm -hmm. destined to rent from somebody else. So people don't think that they're, they're deserving. 
And when you can change that mindset and then when they understand that they do and then they do step into that, it changes everything. It changes yeah. them and their children and their legacy. Yeah. That is some God work. Yeah. And I'm just glad that I'm, you know, I'm purposed. I'm walking in my purpose and living in that is it's an extremely rewarding thing for me. And again, to have like-minded people that are doing the same thing, that have the same heart and compassion. Mm-hmm. And listen, I can do it for free. I promise you. As <laughs> I long as I can feed these babies, yeah. I do it for free. Yeah, for I sure. love it. There's a couple of things I want to unpack with what you said. The first thing is, I think that that foundation that you had was important. Your yeah. your aunt took yeah. you to church. Yeah. And whether it's church or some other faith or whatever it is, it's that foundation that we give our babies. Mm-hmm. You, She told you that you were as equally as important as a president and that stuck yeah and you knew that through that and the faith foundation that you had that you were worthy you always walked even though you had insecurities Mm -hmm. there was something deep down inside that was like i'm worthy of this i'm worthy of this and more yeah you know so our foundation what we say to our children everything people don't understand that that matters it matters it matters so much yeah and those things get rooted so that was one thing i wanted to piggyback the other thing that you said really resonated with me because i'm a in my nine to five i am a um training professional for the state and i was just doing i was uh, facilitating an executive retreat yesterday and we were talking about how to motivate your people and one of the things i talked about is they have to find the purpose in what they're doing. And you found that in just just saying, I'm helping someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that's gonna help you get up in the morning. This you this and I want people to hear this clearly. The job you are in may not be your forever job. Mm. But if you can find the purpose in it until you can get to the next thing. Yes. That's it. You're good. That's it. You good. That's that's what kept me getting up. Yeah. And doing that commute. Yes. And being exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Finding finding your purpose in whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Oh, God. That's that's everything. Man, I love it. And then the like-minded people. I just, I, I'm so feeling what you're saying. I'm God so feeling. God has really, really blessed me. I, I know a few years ago, um, somebody said, um, Shari, it was Shari. She, uh-huh. she, she, called, she reached out to me it was several, like maybe five or six or seven years ago. And she said, I know, I, I know that you're busy and I can't work with you. She goes, but I know that if I call um, your office, that I'll be able to reach anybody and I'll get the same level of service. And at that time, really, I was like, ooh, yeah, no, 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 that's not the truth. That's not uh-huh, true. It uh-huh. wasn't true at that time. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, just working and working and, and working and then, you know, bringing people on that have the same mentality. And then, you know, just really um, just incorporating that in, in our DNA of our culture and our company. Mm-hmm. I can really say when you call my office, you can anybody that works in, in our company it's the same level of service that you'll get with me. And um, it, it, it took a while. Like, that yeah. doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to open up a company and then just, bam, right. everything is going to be right. great. Uh, I know my work, work ethic, but it took a lot of pouring and pouring and pouring and um, acceptance from them um, to really adopt what it was that um, that I was I was sharing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, them because, you know, I believe like in real estate, we're not selling. I don't, don't got to sell you. I don't I don't have to sell anybody a home. Um, when you walk in a home, you, you know if you like the home or not. I'm not yeah. selling you that. But I am looking out for your best interest. I am helping you to really create your wealth plan. I'm, I'm really, I really want to get you in a better position. And that's, you know, I tell people when you come, my people, I tell them when you come from a place of helping people, yeah, it's, there's no competition. You ain't got to say, well, how, why do they, how do they choose me over choosing the next agent? Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. Yeah. 
right? So I'm not, you're not a dollar to me. You're not a transaction to me. You're really somebody that I really want to pour everything into and help. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it from that perspective, why wouldn't they choose you? You know, and there's so many people that need help, Wanda. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that need help that they'll eat forever, just by virtue of this nation being what it was mm-hmm. and all the things that have happened, especially to us over the years, all the inequities and, you know, the, the redlining and the predatory lending and all the people that have mm-hmm. been misplaced and displaced and, and are in bad positions as a result of just being in this country. People need help. Yeah. And we're just here to help them. And so, you know, when we look at it in that way, you can always eat. Yeah. People need help. Absolutely. I I love that. And I love that you're helping the community in so many ways. One of them is your uh, workshops that you do in the Broke to Woke in particular. And you, again, you walk that journey. Yeah. You were broke. And not just in the financial sense. Yeah. But in the emotional sense as well. I was broke and broken. And I didn't, you know. When I filed bankruptcy, I was making over $200,000 a year and still didn't have no money at the end of the month. I was in my... I, mean, I was in my thirties. Still didn't have any money at the end of the month. I remember going to the to the f- carnival, to the fair, and we could not buy our children a day pass at that time. Yeah. You know, for our kids to go just hang out at the fair. Um, be- I remember having to send my husband at the time um, to to go stand in line because I wasn't gonna do it to get our our PG and E pay. I wasn't gonna do it. No, <laughs> nobody gonna see me. Making all this money, yeah. but broke, but still broke because I didn't have, you know, the financial education. I, everything that came in, I spent mm-hmm. everything that came in. Mm-hmm. So what made me better than somebody who was making $30,000 that didn't have any money left over? Nothing. I was still in the same position yeah. had all this money, but I blew all the money. And so, um, yeah, I, 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 I and, and I still feel even to this day, like when when people um, say, you know, you're you're so accomplished. Listen, it was not that long ago, and I still feel like the smoke from the fire that I had gone through. Uh-huh. It was 10, 11 years ago, but I still feel the, the, the fire from the smoke from the fire, and I know that any given time, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't take any of that stuff for granted. So, like, I live my life in service to help other people to be able to get in position and not have to walk through the doors that I've had to go through because um, I really believe that the hardships that you go through, mm-hmm. they should be the blueprint to help somebody else. Yeah. They should be. You should be able to use that to help somebody else that may be in the same position as you to be able to to kind of utilize that blueprint to say, OK, I don't got to go down that door. Yeah. But, you know, she's she's been able to do it. Mm-hmm. So then I can, too. And that's, you know, that's all of the stuff that we do in the community. Uh, the Broke to Woke is really very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's just me saying, look. Here's my knowledge and information, and I want to impart on you so that you can be able to, number one, get your credit right. Let's talk about getting your credit right, because your credit is the key to creating wealth. If you don't have credit, you it's, it's, it's going to be really, really hard. Yeah. Wealthy people do not use their own money when they are making investments. They don't. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump got a gang of loans. Yeah. Robert Kiyosaki got a gang of loans. Even Damon Johns. All the people who are out there that are doing it on that level, they're not buying with their own cash. They're using OPM, other people's money. But in order to use that, you have to have good credit. So even if you have no money but you have great credit, you can use that as leverage to do some other things. Yeah. So let's get your credit right. Yeah. And then after let's get, we get your credit right, now let's create your wealth plan. And what does that look like? And so that's what the Broke to Woke. And it's a whole series. So I'm going to be doing them monthly or bi-monthly right at the co-op spot Mm -hmm. right here in Sacramento. And it'll also be available online because there's people all over the country that have been signing up for it. So they'll be able to log on and be able to uh, participate as well. But um, it's just, you know, me just telling people, let's get your credit simple and then let's develop your wealth plan. 
That let's get your credit right. That alone could probably be like a that's six a word right there, right? That's a word right there, yeah. right? Because yeah. so many people are are finding themselves in a position, especially with COVID, mm. where they've had to really rely on credit or. Oh, not, let me take that back. They've had to use their credit in a way that they didn't have to before to do things like buy groceries, maybe because they've lost their job right. or their hours have been reduced or whatever. And when it comes down to paying the bills, it's like, OK, am I going to eat or am I going to pay this credit card? Right. I'm going to eat. Right. And so they may find themselves in a situation where their credit is shot or pretty close to shot. Um you know, credit credit worthiness may be about three hundred to you know. I don't know what the lowest is, but you know, and and so finding themselves in a position where they just feel hopeless because yeah. I think that's one of the things is that when you've got so much going on and coming at you, you feel hopeless. So then you have those people that say, "I didn't even think I was worthy to have a home. Yeah. I didn't think I was worthy to be invested." I see these people on TV, but that's not me. Right. And it's that change, that flipping the switch, that changing the mindset. And I think, you know, for me, because I've been there and I walked in, in them shoes, like when people see me, sometimes they think, oh, yeah, you know, just like you said, mm-hmm. she, she probably was born with with money or whatever. But I 379 credit score, my my, my score was at mm. the time. Mm. Like So people will be like, oh, I don't want you to see my credit. I don't want you yeah. to see what's going on. Look, been there, done that. And that's why I wrote the book about it. Yeah. I've been in, in all those places. You do not have to feel shame. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I I walk them them doors so you don't have to go through them. I, yeah. I went through them so you don't have to go through them. So um, really, I really do come from a place of that experience. I'm not just talking about it. I'm actually I've actually lived it. And that's the differentiator. It yeah. makes a huge difference. But yeah. that's why I also can speak from a place of compassion and empathy, because I know what you feel like. I know what it feels like when the bill collector keeps calling and you ain't got no money to pay and you just ignore it because mm-hmm. I, it's better to ignore it than to even face it because yeah. if I face it, then it's going to stress me out even more. So I'm like, ignore it. And everything is mounting and all the pressure and, and everybody won't stay money mm-hmm. and you just ain't got it to give. And then bankruptcy for me was a relief. It was a saving grace. But then even after bankruptcy, you have to restart and refresh. Okay, well, what do I do at, at that point to get back on track? And so, you know, we, we have those discussions too. Mm-hmm. But I've been there, you know, so don't ever think that um, you can't go from you know, 379 credit score to 800 to own. And now today, you know, I own um, a real estate company and own the, the co-op spot, which is beautiful. We're doing 916 day right there, right today, this weekend, 916 day. Yeah, I saw that. La- was it last night it too? Was, it was Thursday, Friday, and oh, then today. Okay. I saw something. It looked pretty oh, high. Y'all, look, <laughs> check out the co-op spot's Instagram. The 916 day is lit. You hear like me? It. it was so. It's been so many people there, but it's just been a great experience. And that's another give back that we're doing at the co-op spot just for the, you know, the Sacramento community. But um, just, you know, from going to that, to you know, now being an investor in cannabis, mm-hmm. so, and now um, a, a best-selling author, and I didn't write the books because like I wanted to be an author. Never. Somebody just told me, you know, you should write a book, and I was like, okay. Yeah. And it became a bestseller. It doesn't normally necessarily necessarily happen like that, but it was a passion for me to talk about those things to help other people. And thank God, people resonated with it, and they bought it, and they applied it. And if you look at the reviews, people are saying this book has changed my life. And that right there is everything. Like mm-hmm. I, can go, I can die today and be happy and, you know, and, and, and feel like I lived a full life because I was able to help change at least one person's life. That's yeah. everything to me. Yeah. That heart of service, uh, you know, just having that foundation and that heart of service, that so that's everything. Yeah. So rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when you get your credit right. Ooh. Come on, Jesus. 
then you can start investing. Absolutely. And you again, should. you know, you there's a myriad of ways because I've been looking at that. Like, how do I get in a group, a solid group? I don't yeah. just get in a group with any old right. person. <laughs> right, right. But I want to get in a group where I can start buying some properties because for me, it's not possible for me at this time to do my own but right. I want to get into some so I mean like is that is that even something that happens like are there groups out there good groups that people can now again y'all got to, you got to get your credit right first because they don't want you in here if you still got bad credit now <laughs> get it up then go forward but are there groups like that 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 do investing because I want to do like commercial I want I'm, I just I have dreams yeah that's you know? awesome yeah that, it's awesome first of all set that intention yeah right because when I when I started investing in, in the cannabis mm-hmm. I just set an intention I set an intention that I you know what I really like to be a cannabis investor and the way that the universe opened up the way that God had put it in my lap and was like hey there's an opportunity and the opportunity just presented itself and they mm-hmm. were like okay you know it's a six-figure investment Thank God I wasn't where I was 10 years ago where right. I was spending everything that came in. Yeah, yeah. I had the ability to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Setting that intention first, right? Um, I actually have a, an investment group that I started with some other like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And really it's something that you can really just start yourself and just say, hey, this is what we're doing. And get some really smart people in there that have great credit and just c- kind of come together and collaborate. Some of the things that we're looking at investing in, one of the things that what we are investing in is cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, we're investing in uh, real estate. We're um, not right now. We're That's another, that's the second phase of investment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, in black hair care it's another mm, um yeah, yeah. another another uh, investment so we all have so we have you know several investors and we broke them up down to small cell groups and then we all have you know different investments that we're looking at getting yeah. into so the first investment is one and so when, once that one you know pays out then we'll go to the next one we'll go to the next one but it's just really getting with some like-minded people um that want to do the same thing what i found mm-hmm. is a lot of people want to do the same thing a lot of people want to invest. A lot of people just don't know how. But that's what the Broke to Woke is about for me is really just bringing those people together, even, you know, just having that those discussions because mm-hmm. you don't know what can come out of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm, I'm, I'm doing my podcast or I'm live and um, people are talking amongst themselves, it's always an opportunity for people to network amongst other people. And that's what that's what I love about it. And so you never know what can come out of this. It could be a situation where um we come up with an investment group. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But and I like the portfolios diverse too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. See, I've been doing my homework. See? Continue. And you can too because there is a there's an opportunity for you, even if you find yourself in a situation where it just feels like all hope is lost. We're gonna come back with more with Constance Carter in just a moment. More conversation. And I'm gonna ask her if she'll give us some tips to help us move forward a little bit. Keep it right here, family. We'll be right back after this it's full circle i'm your girl miss wanda we'll be right back like what you hear drop us a line at full circle 975 at gmail.com and we're back with miss wanda life coach motivational speaker and friend of sisters everywhere this is Full Circle. Thank you for staying with the program. I am talking to my guest, the amazing Constance Carter. She is a CEO. She is an author and a wealth activist. She wants to help you build that generational wealth for your family. She is determined to help us close the wealth gap. Yes, ma'am. It's like that. We got to start doing it. Why not? Every other culture is doing it. 
and we just we a little behind, yeah. but we gonna get there. Yeah, we yeah. gonna we gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know the great thing about it though, that the, for black people we are really magic because even with everything that's happened to us, with all the inequities, with you know four hundred years of just just brutality, sheer brutality, mm-hmm. the fact that um, we forty three percent of us are still homeowners. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 75% of white people are, are homeowners. 43% of us, even though we had redlining, even yeah. though they gave us bad loans, mm-hmm. still, it's not as much as them, mm-hmm. but still 43% of us are still homeowners. Yeah. That's dope as hell. So I look at it as a, the glass is half full because in spite of everything that we've gone through, we are resilient. Yeah. We are magic. Yeah. And we can we can definitely close the wealth gap. Forbes, there was an article in Forbes that said that in year 2053, that our net worth, our media net worth was going to be a zero. Yeah. And not far behind it, Hispanic net worth was going to be a zero while our white counterparts soared in their net worth. And it doesn't have to be. And so there's so many opportunities, like with the power of the Internet. Oh, my God, I believe it. There's so many businesses that you can start with the power of the Internet. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. It does not have to be. We can change that right now. Yeah. That goes to the multiple streams of income. But before we go there, I'm going to put a pin in that real quick to go back to the home ownership. I used to be, I always desired home ownership, but I had been afraid to be a homeowner because I was like, oh, because, you know, I was like, okay, now something break down, I can call the landlord. And now, you know, I was afraid of having to have the responsibility of fixing things. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm a homeowner, I'm like, oh, what? That's what I was afraid. Like, really, if all I had to do was get myself financially organized. And now I'm like, I'm good. If something breaks down, I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Because I made, I organized myself financially. But let's also talk about that because a lot of people think, I mean, that's a number, that's probably one of the number, the top Five things that I think that people say is God the responsibility. Yes, I even heard Ray J on on uh, talking the other day online talking about I don't want to own no home because you know the, if something breaks down I got to pay for it. We have things <laughs> called home warranties, right? Right. I live by them. I swear by them. I call the home warranty company so much. One year I got kicked out of one home warranty because I called them so much and I had to get another home warranty. What happens if anything, and I have an older home, so when anything breaks down, the plumbing, the the, the garbage disposal, mm-hmm. the dishwasher, the garage, the electrical, my water heater, got a brand new water heater, mm-hmm. the AC. I call the home warranty. I pay $75. They send somebody out to fix it. There are things that you can do to fix that. But see, people don't we that that's the part that no one educates us yeah. about because now I've I know that I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I got my home warranty. Exactly. It's five hundred dollars a year. Oops, yes. I shouldn't have said that. Keep but it for life. It's it but I have it and now I can get and and last summer my air conditioner went out seventy five dollars. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that either. Anyway, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I paid some money and then bam. Yeah. It was fixed. Right. You know, right. So, yeah. Yeah. There's 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 fixes for everything. But what people have to understand is them sitting on the sidelines and doing nothing. Yeah. They're getting nothing. I was I I just uh, this video I did a few uh, months ago on TikTok just came up um, again yesterday. Somebody shared it. But it was it was really profound, if I must say so myself. But (laughs) (laughs) it was so profound because right now people be like, oh, I'm just going to wait until the market drops before I buy a house. Right. Interest rates are so freaking low right now. Mm-hmm. So if you bought a home for four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and you pay, their interest rate is two percent, yeah, 
your payment is going to be, you know, say $2,100. Yeah. And overall, over the 30-year, um, you're going to pay in, end up paying like 700 or something like that. But if the, say say the um, price dropped to say 350 right? Yeah. Say that the, the houses went down to 350 mm-hmm. And now the interest rate is 5%. You're going to pay more for that mortgage payment. That mortgage payment is going to be higher. Yeah. And overall, during the life of the loan, you're going to pay more for that house. Mm-hmm. People got to understand, so they think that they're bomb sitting in sidelines, and I'm going to wait until the market drops, and I'm yeah. going to pay less. But really, they don't understand that they're paying more. And you have to have someone that's educated, and that's why you need to talk to Miss Carter, and you need to go to her workshops because in the year that I have owned my home, I bought it right before the shutdown, mm. and so in the year, it's already grown. I think I've already earned about. 40,000 in in, um, equity equity because of the houses around me have sold for so much. And so I was talking to my my loan person the other day and I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying to think if I want to refinance because I want a 15 year loan, blah, blah, blah. And she broke down everything to me. She was like, "Okay, Wanda, let me tell you the reality is. First, I'd say this, but then I'm going to give you all the numbers. And you have to have that person. Yes. You can't be relying on the folks who don't aren't in the business right. because their experience is going to be different than yours. Mm-hmm. But she was like, she was like, OK, she asked me a couple of questions and then she ran down every number. So she said, if you do it, this is what you're going to pay. But in the long run, you'll have this and blah. And she broke it all the way down. And I was able to make a sound decision because I had someone knowledgeable. And that's what Miss Carter is. She is knowledgeable and she can help you navigate through those things. Yeah. I, and so that's why we got to we got to continue to be in community with each, each other. Each one, teach one. Yeah. And I love that because one of the things that 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 really annoys me is when people listen to their friends who yeah. know absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. We do this all day, every day, but their friends know more than we do. So we get that a lot. It's, yeah. it's really challenging sometimes when you're trying to tell somebody, be like, they're my friends. Uh-huh. Your friend got an 800 credit score. You got a 620. <laughs> right. we talk, let's talk apples right. to apples, number one. Uh-huh. But the other thing is like sometimes our people, they don't trust us. They'll That's, go to a Bank yes, of America. Yes. They'll go to a Wells Fargo. But did you know Wells Fargo just got sued for predatory lending a few right. years ago? Right. Did you know that they fined Bank of America for predatory lending for people like you? That means that they were discriminating against people that look like you and me mm-hmm. based upon the color of our skin. They were giving us different loans than they were giving our white counterparts. Mm-hmm. You got to go to somebody who's going to look out for your best interest. And so you need to you know, find somebody that you trust. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Catalyst Real Estate, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> you know, going to her, to the workshops, again, I think they're going to be extremely valuable. One, uh, So now I'll go back to the other conversation. But I wanted to make sure that people understood you need not just to talk to your friends, but somebody that's doing this, that's in the business, that's knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let me get to this multiple streams of income conversation because that's another part of that building that generational wealth yeah you know um let's 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 talk about it now if covid has not taught you anything Uh it should have taught you that you need to have multiple revenue streams and uh i always go back to ecclesiastics 11 or 12 where the bible says that you need seven then it said no eight revenue streams in the event Mm -hmm. that a disaster strikes the land what happened last year? Mm, a right. disaster it's still happening. Had, right, right. <laughs> and it's still ongoing. A disaster yeah. has stricken the land. And so a lot of people were stuck holding the bag. A lot of people were stuck with nothing. You know, the job will get rid of you like that. Mm-hmm. But if you have more than one thing going on, then you could recover a lot faster. And again, with the power of the Internet, you could do whatever you want to do. And so it's so important that we're not reliant on one thing. Even when I was in real estate, when I was only doing real estate and, be, and when I wasn't doing loans, I used to be scared like, whoo, 
So then when I started doing loans, it was like, okay, you know, if this is a little slow, I can rely on this. Mm-hmm. There's always something. Yeah. I'd get nervous and just relying on one thing. I would yeah. get nervous if I had a job and I was just relying on that one job um, because you just never know what could happen. So there's so many things that having those revenue streams that could, that could do. I wrote a book, um, an ebook, right when the pandemic hit, I think around June of last year, mm-hmm. I wrote an ebook. It's called uh, Seven Online Revenue Streams to Fund Your Million Dollar Dreams. And it it really was, I I looked at the pandemic and I said, we really, and you can go to my website, ConstanceCarter.com and download it. It's right there. It's an ebook. Oh, you know what? I want to go back to something that you said uh, and then we'll go to, because part of, you know, we want to build that multiple income streams and then we want to protect it. But something you said uh, when you talked about your, your life in the beginning is that you were making $200,000 and you were spending it as fast as it was coming. And so I know a lot of times when we're building wealth, Mm -hmm. You know, it's nice to treat yourself, mm-hmm. right? But then there's a point where it's like you have to have balance. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a tr- I can treat myself, but I also need to be stacking up for the future. Right. And then when you get to that place, you have to make sure that you have the things in place to protect it. And you guys know, family, y'all know, because I say this all the time, make sure you have your trust and all of your things in place. That is one way that's going to protect your wealth that's right. is having your trust, having your will, having the things designated and spelled out we had larissa Poray on here last week talking about pre-estate or not pre-estate planning but final expense planning having those things planned out and those not conversations that we want to have but that's how it's going to protect that's what's going to protect your generational wealth yeah one of the discussions i had one time uh on on, online is I, i was talking about why your why your kids will hate each other when you die mm. your kids will hate each other when you die if you leave without a trust that is the realest thing i've seen it happen amongst people my mom and them age mm-hmm. and people my age if you leave you have some sort of assets and you don't have any kind of protection for it and now now we're left to try to figure things out yeah because before the my mama told me my mama told me a long time ago one thing that'll tear somebody up is when somebody dies and there's money involved if there's money involved and somebody that, dies because yeah, yeah. right? I've seen situations where the the person's body ain't even left the house but folks is moving out furniture and mm. jewelry it gets really nasty yeah that's true so if you don't have your assets protected trust it outlined then it's going to be nasty um and i and i tell people all the time i tell my mother in law if you want your kids to hate each other then you ain't going to get no trust. Don't yeah. protect yourself. Yeah. Because it, it, it's going to get ugly. My, yeah. my family, everybody, we all have trust. My yeah. mom, my dad, uh, me, um, and, it's, and it's spelled out. Like yeah. How are things going to be disseminated and dispersed? And, um, you know, and if you have any sort, because there was one situation where we, we had a, um, a client. Um, it was a husband and wife. And he, young couple. 38 years old um, they just bought a house it was in his name mm. um, California's community property but so when you're typically in a community property state you know whatever you have is your spouses yeah. but then you have kids and so he was on his way they lived out here in Sacramento he's on his way to work got into a car accident died and so the wife was I think she was pregnant at the time and maybe a year later she decided she wanted to sell the house well she's not on the house so then they have to mm. go through probate, probate. Oh. right and the judge said, you know what? It's not in it's not in your best it's not in your children's best interest for you to sell right now. It's her house. She yeah. know what she want. She want to move, she want to start new. The judge says no. She has no say. So mm. she had to wait, go through probate, and then, you know, um she was eventually able to sell the house. Yeah. But because there wasn't something that was put in place, 
to kind of instruct how things should go. Because with a trust, a living trust, ironclad, even if you have a will, a will can be contested. Yeah. They say if you have a will, a will will be contested. Yeah. You have something drawn up to say, okay, this is what I want. I want my, my daughter to have this house. I want this person to have that. And then you got a cousin from Alabama that says, no, yeah. uncle so-and-so said I could have it. Right. Right. Even though they have no merit, it'll still have to go through probate mm-hmm. and they'll have to prove. And even though eventually you'll get you'll get it, it's going to cost it's you time, yeah. money, hardship, heartache, and everything else if you don't have a trust. That yeah. is extremely important. So, yeah, while you have, you're getting your, your assets together, while you're getting your wealth together, make sure you protect your assets. Yeah, and you don't have to have all of this wealth right now. Mm-mm. You don't. You can have a car. Mm-hmm. Put it, put you it know, ready. put it in trust, mm-hmm. you know, because you never know because you're going to go to Ms. Carter's workshops. You're going to start getting your money up and you will build wealth. So that go part. on and put your, you know, get your trust in place now and just continue to build. That part. Continue to build. Yes. Okay, let's go back to the uh, multiple streams of yes. income conversation because that is important. And we already started talking about it where how it's important. We rely on one thing, mm-hmm. but. You know, like you said, your job can let you go. I mean, we've seen it with COVID. Yeah. Cut your hours, let you go, make you have to, you know, we're leaving California because a lot of companies are leaving California also. Mm-hmm. We're leaving California and we're going to Texas or wherever. And you don't want to go to Texas. Ooh, so now you're stuck, right? Yeah. Now you're stuck having to make a decision on whether you want to go or stay. Yeah. And part of that is, well, you know, because I've heard people say, well, I'm going to move because it's a job. I'll already have a job. You know, mm-hmm. I want to stay here and be with my family, but I'm going to go there because I already have a guaranteed job and not betting on yourself mm-hmm. to say, you know what, Th- that chapter of my life is over. It's time for something new. Come on, God, let's go. You got choices. <laughs> you got options. <laughs> you know, right? you have your own options. Yeah. You know, um, people often don't know how to save. So I'll say the first thing is is trying to figure out how you could save a part of your money. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I use to help me, you know, I have different savings, but one of the things that's really helped me is that Acorns. And I think maybe, I think, did we talk about it that. last time? Oh, we didn't talk about it last time I was on yeah. Acorns has been like a lifesaver uh, because what happens is I connect all my, all of my accounts, all my credit cards, everything. Mm-hmm. And every time I spend money, it puts, it takes money away. So for, for example, if I spend a dollar ninety. It takes that 10 cents, you know, takes your yeah. change and uh-huh. it saves it for you. Okay. Well, I 10X'd it. So I, you can choose a 10 X it. So I t- that, 10, that 10 cents now is, is a dollar. Uh-huh. So every dollar, every 90 cents or every ni- dollar, every 10 cents, it'll save a dollar for me. Plus, I, I, uh, I have, a, you know, three or four or five hundred dollars going to it a month. Mm-hmm. So within a year, all of that, I took that, it saved it for me and then it invests my money for me. So if you don't know how to invest in stock and things like that, yeah. it'll invest your money. So within a year, I, I uh, saved up $30,000 oh, wow. in acorns because I spend a lot. So yeah. everything coming out, every time I spend, it saves money for me. Okay. $30,000. I never knew how. I heard of it, but I never knew how it works. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so cool because it takes, it takes, it takes it, you know, the, the thinking out of it. Yeah. And it just does it for you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that because now I'm not, it's not even money I'm thinking about. Even if you just do the change. Out of I'm sight, seeing, out of mind. Yeah, I'm just yeah. seeing people, you know, people have done it. And, you know, you might not have 30000 but you might have 2000 next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's 2000 that you probably wouldn't have had because you don't know how to save. And right. it saves money for you. And then it invests it. Yeah. Okay. And then so the cool thing about the acorns, and remember I told you I'm a, a cannabis investor mm-hmm. as well. The cool thing about that is, you know how I bought the, the, the co-op spot? How? I took my acorns money and my weed money. 
and I and I use that what? as a down payment for the co-op spot. What? I what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Boy, yeah. Okay, ladies, we're in an interview right now. <laughs> Y'all just, just gonna have a whole side conversation. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. That's dope. Yeah. That's literally yeah. dope, right? Yeah, that's, it's literally dope. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so you could use that that other revenue stream and that investment. To, uh, to, and, and, you know, those are just things that you could use to, yeah. to, to, to invest in other things. Yeah. Of course, real estate, that's going to be another way that you can get some more revenue. Mm -hmm. Again, when we sit down and talk to people about doing their wealth portfolio, mm -hmm. I have um, people that what, what we'll do is we'll get them in one house. We'll take the the money out of that house. We'll buy another house. It's the rich dad, poor dad method, right? Yeah. We'll take some money out of that one. We'll get another house. Mm -hmm. Single mom, she has 10 units in a matter of three or four years. See, that's where I'm bought trying to get. Bought her first house, then bought a duplex, then bought a triplex, mm, then bought a fourplex. That's me. That's me. 10 units in a matter of a few years. That's me right there. And she's there. just taking that first house, using that equity as leverage to buy other and now the, the, they're all paying for e each other. And mm -hmm. she's getting a little bit of money, too. But the biggest part is she's getting that equity. Yeah. So if she wants to cash out, ooh. Yeah. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars just by one small investment. Yeah. She took from her 401k, that initial house. Mm -hmm. That's not even money that she saved. So imagine if you had your own savings, say, from Acorns. Mm -hmm. You'd have to take from your retirement. You put that down on the house. In a year, stay in a year, pull a little equity out, especially in California, how yeah. the, the prices are going up. You buy the next one, yeah. And you buy the next one, and you buy the next one. That's how they're it goes. They're all paying for themselves. That's how it goes. It, it's possible. Mm -hmm. It's possible. So there's a lot of things that you can do online. Again, online. One of the biggest things I say is use your intellectual property. This thing right here that you have between your ears. Use your brain and think about that thing that you can do that you do very well. And a lot of times there's things that we do very well that we don't realize um, that does don't come as easy to other people. Mm -hmm. There's things that we do extremely well. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Like, I remember one time I was like, well, my ages. remember the time I told you that that they weren't pro actually operating in that way. Uh -huh. And I would train them and I'd be like, they just don't. You know, I daughter, she was 12 at the time. My 12 year old daughter could do this. And why aren't they implementing? Why aren't they? And somebody said to me, Constance, do you realize just because it comes easy to you mm -hmm. doesn't mean it comes easy to somebody else? Yeah. And I had to step back and say, oh, I just thought mm -hmm. this was like simple, small things. Yeah. So what is that thing that you have that you can do that perhaps you could put it into a training? There's online training. Uh, my friend um, Justin Burns mm -hmm. owns um, an online training program called uh, Maestro. You could put your intellectual property and do a training course. Nice. People pay you every month to take your courses. Nice. Or uh, online like Kajabi. Uh -huh. So if you know how to teach Spanish, like my, my, um, my, I have a credit program, a very extensive credit program, extremely inexpensive, that I teach people how to, to repair their credit. Mm -hmm. And people have taken that course and they have become credit experts and they help other people repair their credit. Nice. Right? This is, a, uh, this is an online program that just is, is, is self-contained mm -hmm. that generates extra revenue for me every month. Yeah. Right? Because I, it's something that I created for my intellectual property. I, I have knowledge of credit. I know credit very well and I put it in a, a course and now other people are learning it and I get paid from it. Yeah. Revenue stream. I ain't yeah. even got to touch it. Money just right. comes in. Yeah. I wrote a book. You know, you might have something inside of you that you just want to share with people. Mm -hmm. The credit book that I wrote, it became a bestseller, but it was something that I was really passionate about and I was able to help somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't even promote my book that much, Miss um, Wanda. I don't even promote my book that much. But 
every month when I look at my royalties, I'm like, dang, I sell books every day. Yeah. Without promoting it, yeah, and I'm and it and it, it does it shocks me when I look at it because I'm like, wow, okay, I got to start promoting this. Mm-hmm. Like if I started yeah. promoting this, I would really do yeah. really really well. Yeah. But that's another revenue stream that's just passive that just comes in mm-hmm. that I don't even think about. Yeah. So what is that thing that you have inside of you that maybe that you can do? And again, with the power of the internet, somebody told me um, you have all these cool quotes. You should put them on a T-shirt. And I was like. Okay, and I should have worn one today. I'm wearing my girl April Sampay's ugly shirt. Understand God <laughs> loves you. But um, I have these shirts that I sell online. Yeah. Every month, people buy them. I just put my quotes on a shirt. I put it up on a website and people I promote it and people buy them. Yeah. So what is that thing that you can do mm-hmm. that you perhaps are really good at that you can monetize? Yeah. I got one. I got a, a couple of let's talk about of, of revenue streams outside of my work. I I edit podcasts because that's something I do very well that I love. So people pay me to edit their podcasts. So you. that's okay. that. And then um, what's my other stream? I have that on it, and then I have my coaching business too. So I got a couple, but I need some passive. I need some money just to be. I I need to be making money while I sleep. See real estate. <laughs> Doing online, pro- so that coaching that you do, uh-huh. maybe you think about something that a theme mm-hmm. around your coaching that's something that people really, really, really need, yeah, and that people are going to be able to to log in and just listen to all the time, and maybe have modules oh, on them when they're doing yeah. homework. I, yeah, I need to hook up with Maestro. Come on, with, man. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, we Come about on. to we about to make that happen. Yeah, about that's to make that, that passive happen. income yeah. for you, baby. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying. To, yeah, because I'm I'm trying to be where the lady is. Because I want a duplex. I want a triplex. I want an apartment complex. I want all of that. She want all the plexes. I want all the plexes. Okay. <laughs> <I love laughs> One it. more thing before we get out of here, Constance. You also have the weekend of wealth Ooh. coming up in June. Yes. I saw the promo last night, and I was like, ooh, Lord. Let me tell you something. Mm. Let me tell you Mm. something. You know, the beautiful thing is, I don't know if you guys know Lisa Nichols, but I traveled all over the world with Lisa Nichols doing her her, uh, retreats. Okay. And she did retreats, and and, um, I helped her. She had boss black women from all over the world. They were from Hong Kong, and they were from, like, Malaysia, Europe, and all over the place. Well, we would go to Jamaica or Turks and Caicos or the Bahamas or Barcelona. Mm Mm-hmm and just pour into them and you know get broken down and come all the way back lee i was taught by one of the best in the world okay and so i therefore now i offer them myself so uh we had our first retreat in 2019 um in napa oh it was absolutely amazing it was very transformational life-changing and we were going to have our second one 2020 Mm -hmm. you know what happened right oh good old COVID. and so now we're having our next one um in uh, costa rica uh, in June 2022, mm-hmm. it is for men and women, so male and female, and it's just going to be a place where you can just get that that peace, but get that transformation, make lifetime friends. Like the, on the last one, you know, they're, they're still very close. We're watching each other's wins, mm-hmm. celebrating each other's wins right now. People come and they don't know what they're supposed to be doing in life. They may have an idea. They leave with a concrete idea of the next step and the next plan of their life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I came kind of having, I'm not, I wasn't really sure, but now I have a concrete plan. And then you have that support system mm. afterwards. And then you're in paradise. Right. And you in a dope ass mansion. Right. Full staff, <laughs> by the ocean, getting massages. You know, all that other good yeah, stuff, all yeah. the other luxurious stuff that you do in par- paradise. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, you're getting your mind right, your spirit right, your heart right. Yeah. And that transformational is life changing. 
So yeah, Weekend of Wealth, um, to, to sign up for that, they go to weekendtowealth.com. Or for all of my events, you can go to constancecarter.com slash events. And the Weekend of Wealth retreat is on there. Uh, the Broke to Woke is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Broke, broke to Woke, I, I really want to set the expectations. You come, we're going to get you, we're going to get your mind right, and you're going to leave with some actionable steps, next level stuff. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an opportunity to really pick my brain, and it's my gift to the community. It really is. It's something yeah. that I want to do for people. That is coming up in October, right? October 21st. Okay. And uh, again, it'll be online but also in Sacramento. So I want you guys to come check out the co-op spot. Yeah. I'm doing it at the co-op spot because I want to bring community there. I want to have a place where we can kind of, you know, get more hands on mm-hmm. and we can do dig a little bit deeper while we're there um, than we can online. But online is going to be off the chain too. It'll, everybody will have an opportunity to ask questions, but more importantly, they'll walk away with focus and a plan of, you know, next step plan. Yeah. yeah. And even if you're not broke, but you are need to get yourself on Absolutely. a path. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not broke. I'm actually, like I was telling you, I'm in a good position here, but now I need to get to the next Next level. level. So I need to do it just because I'm ready for the next steps. And I know that's something that you'll give me. So yes, I will put everything on the full circle uh, Instagram and Facebook pages. I will post the, the, like I already did, but I'll post it again and the link to the event bright so you can sign up for Broke to Woke and follow Constance Carter. I am. Yes. When you came to the co-op spot. Yeah. What do you think of it? Oh, I love the co-op spot. You, you like, know I do. You, you, I, love, you, you know I love the co-op spot. Tell me what you love about the co-op I spot. Love, well, I love the fact that it's black owned. Let's okay, just start okay. there. Okay. But then I also like the green room space yeah. that you have yeah. um, for photo shoots. And, photo and it's shoots. just a beautiful space. Yeah. The, even I even like the library. I mean, yeah, everything library. is just, it's very nice. Yeah. And um, it's just plenty, it's, it's black owned. I mean, yeah. it's black energy all in the room. You know, so yeah, and I love, I mean, I love every room in there, and I just love the space, and I think it's dope and amazing, and congratulations on that and all your success. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. It's for all of us. Yeah. When I walk in that room, when I walk in that, that space, I look at it, and I don't think, I don't look at it like, dang, I own this. I look at it like, this is black owned. This is like something for us. Yeah. That we can actually say that this is ours, and then walk in and, and know and feel comfortable. Like, yeah. this, is, this is our thing. Yeah. And I want everybody to, like, own it. Like, like, you know, feel like they own it because it is theirs. Yeah. Yeah, By us, for us. Constance Carter, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Again, family, you can follow her on Instagram at I am Constance Carter and on Facebook at Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter. Hey, I do my homework, man. I love you, girl. And, um, you know, you can follow again and also go to her website, ConstanceCarter.com, so you can get information about the events. Like I said, I'm going to post everything on the Full Circle page. Family, that's how we're doing it. Show love to everyone you meet, and we'll see you next week. Peace, fam. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.